Holy Gospel according to Luke chapter 3. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Eturia and Trinositis, and Lysanias, ruler of Albaline, during the high priesthood of Annas and Cephas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight and the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today, the second Sunday of Advent, we typically remember and think about John the Baptist. Not only as a person, but what he was able to do for Jesus as he prepared the way of the Lord. He came into this world in an unusual way. He was born only a few months before Jesus. And his father, Zechariah, could not speak until John was named. And once Zechariah could speak, he had his own proclamation, which we read today as the psalm from Luke chapter 1. But John the Baptist was an unusual man. It's not every childhood where your toys were lizards and scorpions, snakes and spiders. It wasn't everyone who talked to cactus in the morning and counted the stars at night and your play box was a giant area of sand. It wasn't everyone who grew up alone in the quietness of the desert. Alone with the sounds of winds blowing and shifting the sands. Alone with an endless time in the desert. Now if we experienced this, we too would probably grow up a little strange. But John's life was entirely dedicated to God. I mean, what else was there to do in the desert? There was no games to play, no people to talk with, no scrolls to read. All he had was his faith. Day after day, night after night, he talked with God. He grew in his relationship with God. He was immersed in God's presence. But... As John grew older, and, and some people started maybe encounter John out in the wilderness, and they said, this guy has something to say, and his, his life started to change because people came out to see John. They came out to listen to what John had to say. First a few hundred, and then, and then thousands of people came out to hear what this prophet of God had to say. 
People would walk 10, 20, 30, 40 miles in order to hear the message from God through the lips of John the Baptist. These people came out into the desert from the city to hear him preach. Not because his sermons were great, not because praise bands were playing or favorite hymns were played on the organ. Not because they had some desire to see other people or not because they, they wanted to do this because that's something that they always did. But people came out after walking many, many miles to the desert to see John the Baptist and to hear what he had to say. They wanted to see a man who was totally immersed in God whose soul hadn't been corrupted by the pollution of the cities, whose personality hadn't changed because what he saw on the evening news. They did not want to hear what he thought. They wanted to hear what God had to say because he delivered an authentic word of the Lord. They didn't want to be put down. They didn't want to be entertained. They didn't want to hear some academic dialogue on the scripture. They came because they wanted to hear the word of God. And more than that, they sensed that John the Baptist was a powerful man. The people from the city wanted to to find him in the desert Because they found something in him that they weren't able to find in the other parts of their life. The message that John the Baptist was giving could be summed up in one word. Prepare. Prepare for the coming of Christ. Prepare for the coming of a king. Because in the wilderness, you prepare, you are washed, you are clean, you are pure. Your imagination, your heart, your mind, all of these things, you prepared for the coming of Christ. So today, on the second Sunday in Advent, as we prepare ourselves for Christmas, for the birth of Jesus, we remember John the Baptist. And this invitation is given to you and to me to prepare ourselves as we become what I may call desert clean. Because we are invited to clean our hearts, our imagination, and our lives as Christ's love and peace and joy and forgiveness and grace enters into Each and every one of us. Because we live in the city. And we are traveling into the desert. You know, we live in the city and we love living in the city. The city is a buffet of steak and hamburgers and hot dogs. It's filled with drive through windows, Starbucks coffee. In the city we have... The ability to eat according to our own taste and convenience. But then we hear the voice crying 
In the desert, prepare. In the desert, be cleansed. And we hear a voice speaking ever so softly. John the Baptist only ate locusts and wild honey. He ate so simply. And then another voice shouted from the distance. Is God really a loaf of bread? Or is God the bread of life? In the city where we are, there are cathedrals, there are skyscrapers, there are buildings with stone and steel, and they grow taller and taller each and every year, like the Tower of Babel, pointing their fingers into the sky. You cannot help but look up at these skyscrapers and, and imagine that you are so small in comparison. And then we hear a voice crying out from the wilderness. In the wilderness, prepare for Christ. Prepare for Christ to come into your heart. In the wilderness, be cleansed, be washed. And another voice comes out. God's tabernacle was only a tent. God lived in a tent. And then another voice shouted a question so loud that the world could hear. Is the dwelling place of God in a tall cathedral or a tent made out of canvas? In the city, there's technology. Your mind becomes a machine. We have access to anything we want to know in the entire world in our pockets, in our smartphones. And we love our smartphones. We love our digital televisions. We love our high-speed internet. Nobody can answer so quickly as a God-like computer. And then we hear a voice crying out in the wilderness, get ready for the coming king. In the wilderness, be washed and be cleansed. John only watched the stars at night. He watched them coming out one at a time. He loved the silence. Another voice shouted so loudly we could all hear. Is God a giant computer in the sky? Or is God the invisible space between the stars? In the city, there is sophistication. Knowing how to eat properly is important. Knowing which fork you should use at which time. The the small pointy forks for the salads, the large for the dinner. The city, you know how to talk. You know how to use the right words at the right time in the right situation. In the city, you know how to dress appropriately. Knowing what you should wear and how you should wear it. And the voice crying out in the wilderness, get ready for the coming king. Be washed and be cleansed. John the Baptist dressed so simply. He only wore a shirt made out of camel's hair. His shirt was plain and simple. Another voice shouted the question for the world to hear. 
Is God sophisticated like royalty? Or did he come dressed in the clothing of a carpenter? Sometimes we love the city so much. We love the ease of the city. We love knowing what to do, when, where, and how. But then there becomes a certain time when we worship the city. We worship the tall buildings. We worship the fast internet. We worship the ease of access to information. We worship the burgers and buffets. We begin to love the city more than we love God. We are charmed by the culture of the city. And then God starts to lead us in a different direction. God starts to lead us to a new land, a new mission, and a new life. God says to you and to me, go into the wilderness, become cleansed and be washed. God is in the wilderness. Your mind, your imagination, your heart, your actions, your words, your habits, all can be renewed. You know, and we read this of what Jesus did, right? As soon as Jesus was baptized by John in the River Jordan, where did he go? He went into the wilderness for 40 days. He went to the desert to be washed and be cleansed inside and out. So the question for us is, what is our wilderness? What is our desert? And the truth is that if we think about it, if we pray about it, we know where that is. And perhaps we're a little afraid to go there because of what may come out on the other side. Is it a camping trip? Is, is it a walk on the beach? Is it, a, is it an overnight up at Camp Calumet? For us, the wilderness is where we find God, where we are close, closest to God. The, the wilderness is a place where you become absorbed in the powerful message of God. The wilderness is where you find yourself able to connect with God in a deep and powerful way. The wilderness is a place where you can wrestle all of life, life's complexities, where you can think about and pray and discern how you connect with God and how you connect with others. The wilderness can be reading the Bible in your home, The wilderness can be coming to church, experiencing communion with a community of faith. Or the wilderness can be where we least expect to see and experience God. We can have different wilderness moments. The wilderness could be a place where we are silent and quiet where we eliminate all the distractions in our life, where we are able to tap into our internal dialogue, which is God speaking to us. It's a moment where God is speaking and we are listening. 
It is in the wilderness where we hear, be washed, be cleansed. And all of the pollution of our minds can go to the sides. And sometimes it's hard to get to that space. Believe me, I, I, I know. But the wilderness is where we hear God speaking to us. Your sins are forgiven. Where God speaks to us, I love you because you are my child. Where God tells us, love others as I have loved you. Be quiet, be still. In the wilderness, we can finally see the stars in the sky. We can hear the sound of the wind blowing around us. Where we hear the voice of God. Because in the wilderness, 10, 20, 30, 40 miles, people walked to hear John the Baptist preach. They came out of the cities. They went into the wilderness. What did they come to see? They came to see a prophet of God. They came to see a man who found God's presence in the wilderness with a message that could be summed up in one word. Prepare. Prepare for the coming of the Lord. Amen.